Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jace and Dedeker, how are we doing today? Oh, we're doing great. Good. I'm feeling good. Glad to get to the end of the working day and getting to kick back with all (laughs) y'all. Kick back with some drinks and some Bible. Yeah, it's the best way to end a day, I'm telling you. It is the perfect way to end the day. Here we are. Or to begin the day, because the times that I'm in Asia, this is how I begin my day sometimes. That's true. Kicking back with some drinking and some Bible. And let me just tell you... Uh, my day is pretty much useless after that. Yeah, so. I was going to say, like, I'm ready to, like, take a nap after this or, you know, sit down and watch a film, but not uh, do work. No. Yeah, the no times that I'm in Asia, I pretty much have to move my work schedule around so that drunk Bible study days, they're they're just my days off. Yeah, or, yeah that, or that becomes a weekend. That, it becomes a weekend day in the middle of the week, essentially. That's what I did, yeah, when I was in Shanghai as well. It was like yeah. on my days off, and that's it. You, I couldn't, I couldn't sing for eight hours after that. I'll, I'll tell you that much. Yeah. No way. Well, I yeah. certainly can't like work with clients talking about their most vulnerable things and expecting me to give them advice after I've been drinking and reading the Bible. You're I'm like, just like, I don't no, know. no, I don't know what you should right do. Not the right headspace for this. Yeah, not the yeah. right headspace for this. You're like, well, um, I've got a story for you, a like, parable, if you will. Let me tell you about relationships. <laughs> Here's some terrible ones. Uh-huh. All righty. But it is nice to be here at the end of the day using yeah. the, using the Bible and some some drinks and some good friends to kick back and relax. Um I agree. I feel like last time was what did we talk about last time? It's a great question. Was it more mm-hmm. sensei censuses? Sense No, I don't think there were any more censuses. Okay. Well, I know there was more there were more numbers. Yes, there were more numbers because it was about mm. who takes care of what pieces of the tabernacle. Yes, thank you and for how jogging my memory. Them. Yes. Right. And this was the one, too, where we had some confusion about seal skin and like how they right. were getting a hold of that yeah. in the desert. Right. And, and then maybe wasn't actually seal skin. I think we talked about that in the and, bonus. Oh, and also about the priests collecting money. From everybody. Yeah. Right. They collected all their firstborn. They collected what I thought was a lot of money, but it actually wasn't that much, like in the grand scheme of things. Even for back then, right. I feel like it wasn't that much money. But yeah. yeah. Oh right. Because because basically everyone in the tribe of uh Levi became like the the servants of the the priests and like they were yeah. the ones who had to move the tabernacle and that they were a substitution for all the other tribes, not having to give their firstborn into the service of the priesthood. Um, except there was a remaining balance, right? Yes, That's why and they, then they had to pay. So they were like, yeah. mm, you got to pay up. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. all right. Uh, what are we all drinking? Uh, well, I am having a Henry Weinhardt's bottled orange cream soda mixed with a little bit of vodka in it. And, okay, I don't really like orange soda, but this orange cream soda is 
the most delicious thing I've had in quite a while. Yum. It does taste like someone just stuck an orange creamsicle into my cup and let it melt, and now I'm enjoying it. That sounds it's great. added carbonation and vodka <laughs> And also it. vodka, yeah. <laughs> you know, the huge. Yeah, I, I proposed making this drink, and Dedeker was like, well, how does it taste? I'm like, you mean this orange cream soda? She's like, yeah, how is it? I was like, no, it's really good. Because I had one the other day just by itself. I was like, holy shit, this is good. Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. Um, So you're drinking that too? No, I'm having, there was only one left. Oh, 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 you gave it to her. Uh, I'm having a Henry Weinhardt's root beer with spiced rum in it. Oh, wow. We're still on the same sort of genre of drink, but with a different liquor and a different soda. Nice. And I'm having a rosé. It's an organic rosé. Quite nice from from work. Bought a bottle. Oh, oh nice. Yeah. See, that's really nice. The, the nice thing about working at a restaurant is that I can be like, hey, like, will you sell this to me for cheap? And they'll be like, sure. So yeah. then I, you know, get a really, really cheap bottle of wine or a pack of beer or something for quite cheap. So, so loving it. you like black market liquor situation there at your restaurant. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's yeah. good. Wow, I love that. When I back when I worked at a salon, I used to be able to do that with hair products. Oh, but I feel like alcohol would be an good. even better deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, back when I worked at a comic shop, I used to do that with World of Warcraft trading cards. Oh, wow, maybe oh. less useful <laughs> maybe in less the grand useful. scheme of things and in the economy, but I really enjoyed it at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so today we're continuing on with numbers chapter five and six. Only two chapters today. Again, and we. I know, mm-hmm. just two chapters. Well, next week is only one chapter. What? Whoa. But it's almost 90 verses long. Whoa. Okay. So Ooh. next 30, week is going to be one, yeah. one super long chapter. Wow. Yes. wow. Amazing. So Goodness. Prepare ye, prepare ye the way. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, we want to remind all of our listeners at home to read responsibly and drink responsibly. And you can drink along with us, or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, we are on to Numbers 5. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Command the children of Israel that they put out of the camp every leper and everyone who has an issue, any issue at all. (laughs) No. <laughs> Any issue? You know, it's not. You know, it's not that kind of issue. Yeah. As funny. As oh, that you mean sounds. like a like a it's the gross kind an, of issue. Like, like a, a gr- um, what is it? It's some sort of uh, secretion or something? Yeah, Ugh. yeah, probably something uh, like that. Uh, yeah. Yikes! No. Yikes! Okay, no, I don't like it. So everyone who has an issue, a single issue or multiple <laughs> issues, and although I do appreciate this idea of like, if you got drama, we don't want it here. Get out! <laughs> yeah, exactly. Put them out of the camp. Well, this is interesting too. They're saying put them out. Wait. Okay. Command the children of Israel that they put out of the camp every leper and everyone who has an issue, and whoever is unclean by the dead. Both male and female shall you put out outside of the camp, shall you put them, that they not defile their camp in the midst of which I dwell. So my question is, was this, they're just exiled and Well, that's my question as well. Or is this like, we'll keep them around, but they have to, but like while they're sick or while they're issuing or while they're working with the dead they can't be inside the camp they can be next to it but they can't actually be in it well yeah i i don't know that's also my question is that like 
do they, you know, the entire camp moves as a unit and they do it in this like very systematic way, as we've learned, mm. and do all of these lepers and issued people, do they like walk <laughs> around them in like a big old circle or do they walk like 25 paces behind everyone else? Like what's going on here? Maybe. I mean, I would assume that it's like if you have to be outside the camp, like you're not going to have a good time just in the desert. Like you're probably going to die. You know? I'm assuming. So still seem like your best chances of survival are to stay close to the camp. Like maybe there's people who would deliver food or something. Like maybe there's some sense of charity, but that would be you, just nice can't be, you just can't be all up in that camp. Well, and we had all those instructions before about how one could then be deemed clean again. Yeah. So that's the thing is clearly so it it's be, like maybe yeah. your issue clears up <laughs> and oh, clear then up you got to do the ritual, the ritual sacrifices to make sure you're clean again. And whoever's unclean by the dead, that means... I mean, maybe there's people who work with dead bodies yeah. in general, or if it's like you had to handle a dead body of a family member or something recently, yeah, and so you're unclean for a certain amount of time. Yeah, to get them out of so the. So you gotta go hang out with the lepers, I suppose, and Jeez. well, just have a little party. Yeah. Did we talk about that? Is it leprosy? Is that a contagious thing? It is. Very, yes. Very much so. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But I think even today we found that people don't exactly know how it's transmitted. It's like, we know surprisingly little about it. It's mm. very yeah, fascinating. Yeah. It's like this 2000 or 2,500 year old thing. Oh, it's, I bet you it's probably much older than that. Uh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. All right. Well, the children of Israel did so and put them out outside of the camp. As Yahweh spoke to Moses, so did the children of Israel. Wait, they were talking to each other at the same time. What? No, 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 no. As Yahweh like commanded Moses, the children, the children of Israel did that thing. I think is the nuance. Like in there. the manner as Yahweh spoke to Moses, so did. Oh, I see. They did. Emily, this it's thing. very clear. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> I I see that now. Obviously, it's so obvious. Okay. Um, Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel when a man or woman commits any sin that men commit so as to trespass against Yahweh and that soul is guilty, then he shall confess his sin, which he has done, and he shall make restitution for his guilt in full and add to it the fifth part of it. Whoa. Okay. What? So add adding interest. 20%. Yeah. 20%. So it's like but this is any sin. So what? Like if you commit adultery, then you have to add 20% interest to that adultery. What are we talking about here? Well, possibly. I feel like a lot of the laws, either it's straight up, they have to be killed and or it's like straight up, you need to pay for the cost of this woman that you committed adultery with and extra or, yeah, because it's like a lot of the laws have been like, if you accidentally kill someone else's sheep or you steal it or whatever, like you have to pay back not just the sheep, but an extra 20% of sheep or or an extra 20% like of the you value of the sheep. You have to the pay sheep. the sheep back for, for taking it. <laughs> That's not what I meant. I know, but you I like how you okay, said no, no, no. <laughs> You have to pay back the owner to the sheep. You at least have to give a, an apology, written preferably. <laughs> I'm sorry for taking you. Okay. <laughs> Uh, and it has to be 20% longer than you think it is. Yeah, I'm so sorry. I'm so, so, so sorry. Okay. Uh, so add to it the fifth part of it and give it to him in respect of whom he has been guilty. That was not English. Sure it was. Uh, it was a Give it to him in respect of whom he has, has been, been guilty. guilty. Like, 
Well, like he needs to pay back the person that he wronged. I, I, that's what I assume. Yeah, yeah but, but come this on. This English is nuts. It's basically like Matrix Reloaded, like how that movie is so unbelievably, like it's trying to say like fairly simple things, but it does it in such a convoluted fashion that you just sit there and you're like, what am I watching here? I'm sorry, is I just that, watched this second, over the weekend. Is that the second or the third The second Matrix one. Movie. The third one is the far one the one less the esoteric. Take? What? The one with the orgasm kick is the second one. Yeah. I literally have not seen that movie since I was maybe 16, 15, 16. I wouldn't recommend rewatching it. No, it doesn't hold up well. Oh, no. There are PlayStation <laughs> 3 games that look better than that thing does. <laughs> oh, I dear. promise you. Actually, you know what? Honestly, I feel like I even remember that at the time that I saw that film. Because I remember that big fight with Neo and like the billion Agent Smiths or yes, whatever. Yeah, and I do remember yeah. even he noticing walks them. walks on like, their faces mm, is all that I'm going to rough. say to you. It's really bad. Uh, can you explain to me again how this is like The Matrix Reloaded? All I'm saying is that they have like 50 different scenes in The Matrix Reloaded about like all of these really heady, you know, things about the Matrix and about what's going on, and it's kind of hard to follow. But, you know, when you really think about it, they're saying fairly simple things, but just in a really convoluted fashion. So I'm saying that that is the Bible. So the Bible is the Matrix, and... No, I think you would not be the first person to try to make that that (laughs) awkward comparison, because I'm pretty sure at the time that the Matrix came out, like, Christians were trying to co-opt that Oh, I'm sure. Well, maybe just the Bible purposes. is is the terrible film, The Matrix. I don't know. Maybe, but mm. you know, you got Neo as a Christ figure. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Anytime there's any kind of Messiah figure, Christians are really excited about it. Well, we're but not really there the, yet. The, so. the third Matrix movie, The Matrix Unloaded. What was the name of Reloaded. the third one? I no, forget. Revolutions. I just Revolutions. watched that one like two days ago. <laughs> Well, that was the one that I thought was the most obviously trying to make a Christ figure out of Neo. Oh, there's literally a section in the film when, like, he lights up and, like, is doing this and, you know. He's, like, in a cross He's in a cross. Yeah. Yep. Anyways, okay, well, (laughs) don't go see that movie. I mean, you y'all can if you want, but don't go and see it in the theaters that are still playing it. It's not worth your twelve ninety. No, it's on Netflix right now. All three of them for the twentieth anniversary. So if you want to put yourself through that, go for it. But the first one really is the only one that's worth it. Anyways, kind of want to go watch that now. But all right, we'll go for it. All right, where are we? Where are we? Um, Eight. eight, verse eight. But if the man has no kinsman to whom restitution may be made for the guilt, the restitution for guilt, which is made to Yahweh, shall be the priests, besides the ram of the atonement, whereby atonement shall be made for him. Okay, so the idea, if there wasn't a person who was wronged directly in this situation, then whatever they pay back, it goes to the priests. Oh, well, geez, these priests are getting just so much money. Well, it's kind of like the government, I suppose. <laughs> you I mean suppose, all those taxes yeah. that I paid last year and the year yeah, before and like the year before? Taxes yeah, and fees and all those things mm-hmm. is basically what it is. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Amazon, by the way, paid nothing. So here we are. Anyways. Yeah, yeah it's mm. horrifying. Uh, every man's holy things shall be his. Whatever any man gives the Wait, priest. Uh, you, skipped, you skipped a verse. Oh, crap. Verse nine. Every heave offering, oh, here we are again, every heave offering of all the holy things of the children of Israel, which they present to the priest, shall be his. 
all the right. heave offerings are all 100% the priests. Go to the priests. Okay. <laughs> okay. Every Great. man's holy things shall be his. Whatever any man gives to the priest, it shall be his. Yeah, that's also really easy to understand. They're saying like every man, every every man that's not a priest, all of his holy stuff is going to be his. Uh, no, I think what it's saying is just. If you don't know who to pay back in this situation, pay a priest. <laughs> like, I think it's general rule of thumb. If you're feeling guilty, you did something wrong, you feel guilty, you need restitution, you're not sure how to do that. Just give some stuff priest. to a priest. You'll yeah. be good after that. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. All right. Yahweh spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel and tell them if any man's wife goes astray, just randomly oh, astray, boy. just out there somewhere. <laughs> like a stray cat. If yeah. you start feeding her, she keeps coming around. <laughs> if any man's wife goes astray and is unfaithful to him and a man lies with her carnally and it is hidden from the eyes of her husband and is kept close and she is defiled and there is no witness against her and she isn't taken in the How act. Many- how many it's qualifiers? A qualifiers. It's a lot yeah. of so many commas. Okay. Okay. So what if <clears throat> what have we got so far? Ugh, all right. That it's like okay, she goes astray. She's unfaithful with a dude. She has, has sex, sex with, with her, and and the husband doesn't know, and it's kept a secret, and she's I guess defiled, meaning because because she, she had sex with another did, man. They did sex. They did. They, they did definitely the did sex. Um, and no one witnessed it. And she, she isn't taken she wasn't in caught. the act. She oh, okay. Caught. Okay, that's what yes. it means. I was like, okay, somebody a- grabs her in the act and takes her away. <laughs> like, come here. Yeah, and she's yeah, like, ah. Yeah, okay. okay. And the spirit of jealousy comes on him, and he is jealous of the wife, and she is just defiled. Wait a minute, what? Wait, and he is jealous of if she and he isn't. is jealous of his wife and she is defiled or if the spirit of jealousy comes on him and he is jealous of his wife and she isn't defiled how can anyone understand this Jace we I'm need the power of the message <clears throat> the, Okay so this is several verses by the way Yeah I know yeah, I'm no, not even I'm, halfway done yet goodness Okay even though and then Gosh, okay, wait, what What verse is actually, like, the important one here? I mean, um, not well, all of them, I guess, are kind of important. Go from 13 to... Yeah, 13 through... through f- 13 and 14, 13 and 14, because we're not at 15 yet. Yes. Okay, you know what? I'm going to look up, instead of just my, like, one verse at a time thing, yeah. I'm actually just going to pull up the do message. It. Yeah, do it. Wholesale. <laughs> Wholesale the message here. Uh-huh. So, because I'm trying to figure out, like, is it okay? So, if a man's wife, so it's it's like if a man's wife has sex with another man and no one saw it and no one heard it and no one found out about it and nobody took her in the act. What? (laughs) Um, No, it's like okay. If she has sex with another man, no one saw it, no one heard it. She doesn't confess. She wasn't caught in the act. It was kept a secret. And if then her husband has some kind of suspicion of jealousy. Or, or or it says if he's jealous, even if she didn't do it, because this whole she is defiled or she isn't defiled, that's where I'm getting thrown off. What yeah. are you finding? Yeah, I think you, you basically cracked it right there. Oh, did I? So here, here it is, starting from verse 12 in the message. Okay. So t- tell the people of Israel, say a man's wife goes off and has an affair. <laughs> say this happens. It doesn't <laughs> yeah. literally say that. Yes. Say a man's wife. Okay, the message. Okay. Say a man's wife goes off and has an affair is unfaithful to him by sleeping with another man, Uh but her husband knows nothing about it, even though she has defiled herself. 
<clears throat> and then, even though there was no witness and she wasn't caught in the act, feelings of jealousy come over the husband and he suspects that his wife is impure. Even if she's innocent and his jealousy and suspicions are groundless, he is to take his wife to the priest. Oh boy. Okay. Well, that's okay. ridiculous. That was all. That was all one sentence. So, well, I'm not okay. there Let's find yet. out what the I'm, what the priest is gonna. Yeah. So can I can I go on to fifteen? Prescribe. May yeah. I? Yeah. Thank you. Okay. So where I was was, and he is jealous of his wife, and she isn't defiled. Then the man shall bring his wife to the priest, and she'll bring her offering for her the tenth part of an epf epf of barley meal. <laughs> He shall pour no oil on it, nor put frankincense on it, for it is a meal offering of jealousy. Oh, wow. <laughs> See, anytime like, anyone gets jealous of anything, just grab some, what, what is this, barley meal, barley. and throw it at them, be like, here's a meal offering of jealousy. <laughs> okay, uh, a meal offering of memorial, bringing iniquity to memory. Huh. I'm going to read you a, the message's translation yeah, of that, because I think it's that? interesting. Why don't you do that? So, uh, because it's a grain offering for jealousy, uh-huh. comma, a grain offering for bringing the guilt out into the open. What? Oh. Okay. Is he like going to do some sort of weird litmus test? Is this like throwing the witch into the pond to see if she floats or if she sinks? Wait, would the witch oh, okay. float that's, or okay. sink? That's, that's my suspicion. My suspicion is that it's about, um, like trying to divine through some sort of weird means whether or not this woman is actually innocent or not because we're basing it on the premise yeah we're basing on the premise of like no one actually knows there's no proof either way but there's no proof that she is guilty oh dear okay yes other than her husband feeling jealous all of a sudden this is very interesting may i move on yes The priest shall bring her near and set her before yahweh wait what like Probably like is Yahweh like tent, I guess. Yahweh's gonna yeah. be there? Wait, I thought that nobody could be around Yahweh like even like even remotely near this guy. This must be like maybe this is just sort of nearby the nearby the Yahweh. You know, like okay. couldn't it wouldn't be behind the tabernacle. I mean, like, I thought that if anyone curtain. like even went into the curtain like at all, that they would like turn to dust immediately. Uh, yeah, so they probably don't go all the way back there. Okay. I'm fairly certain. Fairly certain they would not go all the way back there. Okay, so well they set her before not Yahweh, but I'm assuming not too close. And the priest shall take holy water in an earthen vessel, and of the dust that is on the floor of the tabernacle, the priest shall take and put it in the water. Okay, so make a little mud, maybe, okay. or maybe just some dirty water. Ew. Some dust, I think. Ew. Yeah. What? The priest shall set the woman before Yahweh and let the hair of the woman's head go loose. So he, like, plucks a little strand of land. No, I oh. think he just pulls it down. Like, un, un, oh, you know, like it's it up in a bun. It was oh. up in an updo. Oh, I and... see. And then he's like, no. Put it, get, let okay. your hair down, Rapunzel. Yeah. Okay, and put the meal offering of memorial in her hands, with it, which is the meal offering of jealousy. This is, is a whole elaborate dance. I've okay. never heard of okay, this before. Okay, so she's there. He lets her hair down and then into her hands puts the, this, barley, the barley flour, uh-huh. which is an offering of jealousy that has no oil or incense uh-huh. in it. Okay, go on. Her hair is down. He's made some dirty water. Yeah, I'm acting this out. Just, here. For, yeah. just for fun. It. He's yeah. like, I'm going to put some of this stuff in here. Okay. The priest shall cause her to swear. Like, like, be like, shit. Oh, wait, wait, no, you skipped a part. You skipped oh, a part. Shit. Go okay. back. Go back. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. 
uh, oh, uh, so the woman's hair go loose and the meal put the meal offering of memorial in her hands, which is a meal offering of jealousy. The priest shall have in his hand the water of bitterness that brings a curse. I'm assuming that's the water that he made. The dirty water. Yeah. I mean, I'm assuming it would be better if you tasted it. Ew. Probably. So, okay, this curse, the priest shall cause her to swear, crap, and she'll tell the woman, (laughs) if no man has lain with you, and if you haven't gone aside to uncleanliness, being under your husband, be free from this water of bitterness that brings a curse. Uh, okay. Sure. But, keep, keep going. Keep going. He keeps. He's still speaking. But if you have gone astray, being under your husband, and if you are defiled, and some man has lain with you beside your besides your husband, then the priest shall cause the woman to swear with the oath of cursing, and the priest shall tell the woman, Yahweh makes you a curse and an oath among your people. When Yahweh allows your thigh to fall away and your body to swell, and this water that brings a curse will go into your bowels and make your body swell and your thigh fall away... And the woman oh. shall say, amen, amen. Uh, oh, I can't oh. even right now, y'all. Like, I, I don't even... I is so confusing. Hang on. Okay. Okay. This is what I think is happening. Um, She's going think... to birth a baby of... No, 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 no. Ugh, no, no, no. It does no. sound like pregnancy, Okay. Though. Yeah, it does Listen to me. To but Dedicus like, now. Listen to me. <laughs> because I invite you to recall... In our bonus episode last week, uh-huh. we talked about theories that the Ark of the Covenant was actually a weapon of mass destruction. Okay. And what does that have to do with anything? Theory, okay. He takes the dust from the floor of the tabernacle, radioactive fallout, <gasps> like puts Chernobyl, it into a jar which I'm of watching water. Right now. Uh-huh. Yes. I think this idea of like your body falling apart and swelling, that sounds like a potentially radiation poisoning to me. Wait, mm. is, is this really where you went with this? This yeah, is where I, I'm going. I, and I have zero regrets. Okay. Like, cause Dedeker's what else could just it like, be? Obviously this is what this <laughs> says. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay. Uh, Okay, fine. That's extreme. <laughs> Let me try to think of like a less extreme version is like I put some dirt with all this animal blood and, and crap in it and put it into this water. And the idea being that it's like, well, if you're innocent, you'll like drink this water and everything will be fine. And if you're not innocent, you'll drink this water and everything will be terrible for you. See, Jace, you, you look like you're gone been... and not listening and that you're very deeply entrenched in no, something just, over there. You, I'm trying to understand what's happening You here. obviously haven't watched Game of Thrones because where my mind goes is like Melisandre's like smoke demon child baby. Oh, the smoke baby. Correct. Oh. And then like she drinks this thing and if she, you know, if she didn't have an affair, then she's fine. But if she did, then she births a smoke baby of uh, uh, or whatever, <laughs> like some sort of baby, some kind of demon baby. Yeah, some sort of demon wow. baby. Yeah. Okay, let's keep let's keep reading. Yeah, let's keep going. I think we're this is going to go all the way to the end of this chapter. Cool. I mean, so I, this is not where I expected this stuff to go. No. There are no numbers to be to be heard here. I have never heard this story. Really? Yeah, well, of course you all haven't. Who would life? tell you this, you young <laughs> Christian children? This is Nobody. Really odd. Yeah. Okay, keep going. All right. The priest shall write these curses in a book, and he shall blot them out into the water of bitterness. He shall make the woman drink the water of bitterness that causes the curse 
and the water that curses the that causes the curse shall enter into her and become bitter. Okay, the priest shall take the meal offering of jealousy out of the woman's hand and shall wave the meal offering before Yahweh and bring it to the altar. The priest shall take a handful of the meal offering as the memorial of it and burn it on the altar and afterwards shall make the woman drink the water. Like drink more of the water? I guess so. I guess so, yeah. yeah. Okay. When he has made her drink the water, then it shall happen. And if she is defiled and has committed a trespass against her husband, that the water that causes the curse will enter into her and become bitter, and her body will swell, and her thigh will fall away, and the woman will be a curse among her people. Like, will her thigh literally, like, fall away? Okay, I think by thigh they actually mean genitals, because Uh, we've come across that before in this book. um, Thigh is, like, the euphemism for genitals. In the message, it translates it as her womb. Oh, that's okay. also not her genital, but, but related. Her yeah, womb is but... just going to like fall out. That happens to people. Well, it's saying it's that prolapse. Her belly will swell and her womb shrivel. Is what the message says. Okay. okay. Well, that's so a little kind of a different. Different. Thing. Yeah. 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 If the woman isn't defiled but is clean, then she shall be free and she'll conceive seed. See. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. This is the law of jealousy. When a wife being under her husband goes astray and is defiled, or when the spirit of jealousy comes on a man and he is jealous of his wife, then he shall set the woman before Yahweh and the priest shall execute on her all this law. The man shall be free from iniquity and the woman shall bear his iniquity. Surprise, this, surprise. This yeah. is effed. Up. This is super messed up. Yeah, like, I mean, is, totally, and like 100% witchcraft. Yes, no, Let's okay, be clear first of all, it is yeah. witchcraft. Yeah, it we is are the, like the doing some spells and shit. Like, what? We're doing Seriously. some spells or something, and this is like purely, oh my goodness, this is purely like, I can't imagine how many innocent women maybe died from oh, whatever this was that they whatever, did to like, her like or gave water to her, they gave or like her. forced her to drink. It like, seems like it doesn't kill her. It just makes her infertile. Well, that's like, also damage awful. On the that's still a problem. Yeah, yeah. Like, definitely. There are, uh, this entire chapter is a problem. But it's purely like, again, it's purely just if the husband is jealous of something that... He gets to bring her in and force her to do this thing. I want to yeah. know, like, how Christians or just how, like, people in general, it, w- what they think of when they look at this, at, at this text, at what just happened. Are they like, yeah, or are they like, this is horrifying, or, or is somewhere in between? I don't know. I want to know. Well, I'm sure it's the whole spectrum. It's got to be. Well, this is something that's good for bonus content because I I know definitely what I want to do is immediately Google it and be like, what are Christians saying about this part of the Bible? Uh, like, right. what the heck is going on here? Yeah, I mean, as you it, the that the two of you have never heard of this before ever, which honestly no. is not a thing that happens that often when reading this. Like yeah, usually, yeah, never, you two is, are like, oh yeah, I've heard a little bit about that, or I've like come across that maybe once upon a time, but the, never right. once. Never once, exactly. Like, had no idea that this was a thing that existed or that people did. Those people that I know that have said, like, yeah, I've read the whole Bible. I want to be like, oh, yeah? How about numbers five? Like, can we talk about that How about about the law of jealousy? Do you remember that? Yeah. What do you think about that? Like, what are your thoughts? 
This feels like a passage, I think I've talked about this on this show before, but there's a YouTube video of these people who go around, like they take a mm. Bible and they put a fake book cover on it that says the Quran and they go around reading passages of it to people and being like, what do you think about this? And people being like, oh my God, like Islam is so violent and like so terrible. And you're and like, Muslims uh, are just like, and they treat such, women so they badly. They treat women and, so terribly. Yeah. Muslims like preach such hateful things. And they're like, actually this is from the Bible. Um, yep. Yep, so really this is. feels like a perfect passage for something like that. Like if you just took out the Yahweh, um, like it feels like the kind of thing where it's like people think that the Bible is this like great, amazing book that doesn't say anything terrible about women, or at least better compared to the Quran. When it's like really, no, they're all really pretty not, messed up. Yeah. Really not. All right, number six. I hope it's not more about murdering women. Okay. Hopefully not. Well, now was yep. it, it? She didn't die, right? It was just kind of about like you know severely impacting and hurting. Just a woman. make the rest of her life miserable. Yeah, you all. know, no problem. That's it. But she's you alive. Know? It's kind of like modern day abortion law. Um. Anyway, <gasps> yeah, we spoke to Moses saying, "Speak to the children of Israel and tell them when either man or woman shall make a special vow." The vow of a Nazarite, oh. that thing that who's, you all know. Yeah, I was like, who's that? Is. Who's a Nazarite? Wait, uh, oh, but, oh, weren't uh, you a Nazarene, Dedeker? I was a Nazarene, but that's different. That's different than a Nazarite? <laughs> Nazarene they, is based on Nazareth, Jesus of Nazareth, which is a place, which is a city. Well, okay, so a Nazarite is an Israelite consecrated to the service of God. It sounds okay. like the so same thing. I think thing. this is... Well, it's kind of like we covered before about when people pledge Give themselves their, or their like kiddos. sell their child to the priesthood. Yeah. That's becoming a Nazarite, I guess. Mm -hmm. So this is when someone does that and takes the vow of okay. joining the priesthood. Oh, All I right, see. So. Or serving the priesthood, not, so, not becoming a priest, but joint like serving. It seems it. like also women can do this too, right. I suppose. Oh, yeah, man or woman. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So they make a special vow, the vow of a Nazarite, separate himself to Yahweh. He shall separate himself from wine and strong drink. Uh. So not us. He shall drink no vinegar of wine or vinegar of fermented drink. Neither shall he drink any juice of grapes, nor eat fresh grapes or dry what? cheese. So they, it's a no grape policy. They're not going to freaking uh, just random grapes are not going to get you drunk. Like, calm down, God. All, all the days of his separation, he shall eat nothing that is made of the grapevine, from the seeds even to the skin. Okay. So no dolma, I guess. We get it. Oh, Jeez. yeah. He's like, it's really funny. I thought it was going to be more about like all the different kinds of alcohol and it's just no it's grapes grapes are the problem keep them away from grapes yeah <laughs> oh, wow okay all the days of his vow of separation there shall no razor come on his head until the days are fulfilled in which he separates himself to yahweh he shall be holy he shall let the locks of the hair of his head grow long wow okay huh this yeah, is like right. a, Gan a gandalf vibe here you know well, that's the hair of his head, not necessarily the hair of his beard. Well, a razor at all clarify. come on his head, like your face and your beard are also part of your head. Yeah, that's true. Uh, yeah, I wonder, that's actually, true. if that okay. does count as your head in this case. So he's yeah. got to let everything <laughs> long, grow out. Long beard and hair. Great. Okay. All the days that he separates himself to Yahweh, he shall not go near a dead body. He shall not make himself unclean for his father or for his mother or for his brother or for his sister when they die, because his separation to God is on his head. So even when your family dies, you can't do anything to, to handle their dead bodies. What right. if somebody yeah. dies next to you and you wake up and you're like, crap, <laughs> yeah, I'm near I a mean, dead body? 
I hope there's a section where Yahweh explains what to do in that case. Mm. You get up very slowly and run and grab someone and you're like, I'm sorry, you have to deal with this. Figure it out. I think so. Okay. All the days of his separation, he is holy to Yahweh. If any man dies very suddenly besides him. Oh my gosh. Wow. Perfect. Your prayers were answered, Emily. Wow. I am a Bible study miracle, okay? I'm psychic about the Bible at this point. And you didn't read ahead? No, I didn't read ahead. I don't know. I just was like, here's a theoretical thing that could happen. Wow. Well, well the Lord done, Emily. works in mysterious ways. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. If, yeah. If any man dies very suddenly beside him and he defiles the head of his separation, then he shall shave his head in the day of his cleansing. Oof. Okay. On the seventh day, he shall shave it. Why did you say oof there? The- um, she doesn't uh, like the idea. So of, she doesn't well, like oof, the idea. Of- well, think about this lifetime of growing out your hair. I and see, and you, you become very attached yes, to Yes, and then you wake okay. I was like, putting myself in the situation. I it's like G.I. Okay. Jane. It's like uh, Demi Moore like, shaving her head in G.I. Jane. It's like that kind yeah. of thing. It's just being empathetic is all. Right. Okay. 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 Uh, all right. On the eighth day, he shall bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons to the priest to the door of the tent of meeting. The priest shall offer one for a sin offering and the other for a burnt offering and make atonement for him because he sinned by reason of the dead and shall make his head holy that same what? day. I mean, it's not even his fault. Somebody just decided to die next to him. And he's like, well, well I but sinned. But it's also not your fault if a dead lizard falls into like one of your pots. You're at, home, I agree not, with you. I agree. You know, it's not, it's not it's your not fault. It's not about fault. It's about cleanliness. It's about cleanliness. In the ritual yeah. sense okay. and not in an actual physical okay. sense. Okay. He shall separate to Yahweh away the days of his separation and so shall bring a male lamb a year old for a trespass offering but the former days shall be void because his separation was defiled that's interesting so it's like everything before that is canceled out doesn't count for your time so then he's got to do all the that time again he's got to serve his time again well that gosh i would just like never let anyone near me basically (laughs) i would be like listen You know, if you had a wife or something or whatever, you'd be like, get, talk about some get relationship baggage. Uh, <laughs> like, obviously, yeah. Uh, like some attachment baggage for sure. It's like, I'm afraid you might die. Next yeah, so to please me. get and out of here. So I just don't think I'm in the right place to get into a relationship right now. Yeah, I've got like one week left in my service and I just can't. <laughs> and if you die, I really, like, I really can't, okay? I can't do this yeah. again. Okay, this is the law of the Nazarite. When the days of his separation are fulfilled, he shall be brought to the door of the tent of meeting, and he shall offer his offering to Yahweh, one male lamb a year old without blemish for a burnt offering, and one ewe lamb a year old without blemish for a sin offering, and one ram without blemish for peace offerings. What's the difference? And a basket of unleavened bread, cakes of fine flour mixed with oil, and unleavened wafers anointed with oil, and their meal offering and their drink offering. So he just brings a freaking smorgasbord. Wait, what's the difference between a regular male lamb and one ewe lamb? Ewe is a a lady lamb. Oh. The girl lamb. Why can't they just say that? Why do they have to say ewe? Because that's the word for a female lamb. <laughs> so it's like or a, a female sheep is a ewe. A ewe, cute. <laughs> <laughs> the priest shall present them before Yahweh and shall offer his sin offering and his burnt offering. He shall offer the ram for a sacrifice of peace offerings to Yahweh with the basket of unleavened bread. The priest shall offer also its meal offering and its drink offering. The Nazarite shall shave the head of his separation at the door of the tent of meeting. 
and shall take the hair of the head of his separation and put it on the fire, which is under the sacrifice of peace offerings. Whoa, he's so going to burn his hair. This is when he's done hair. his time. Yeah, when you've when finished you've your, completed. your term. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. either way, you're going to shave your head and then you're going to yeah, burn basically. your hair and it's going to smell terrible. <laughs> yep. Well, yep. I mean, you're also like burning a sheep at the same time. Yeah, so I, it's probably I, I hear get you. All blended together. Yeah. The priest shall take the boiled shoulder of the ram. <laughs> when do we boil it? I, yeah, I don't know. And, and <laughs> when did that happen? Just like ran, like make sure that you like shore off the shoulder and keep it to boil it, and then and do when something does it with turn it. Turn into a freaking cooking show here. Okay, and one unleavened cake out of the basket, and one unleavened wafer, and shall put them. On the on the hands of the Nazarite, <laughs> the, the Nazarite's like hands are just like out, and the backs, the like back of your hand is turned yes, up, yes. and they're yeah. like, "Here, I'm gonna delicately like balance these wafers upon your hands and and this boiled ram shoulder." Yeah, I think of that. I think of that that trick that you're supposed to play on someone in a bar. Where you're supposed to be like, here, I'm going to show you a magic trick. And you're like, here, I'll take out $5 and like put it on the table. And they take out $5 and put it on the table. And they're like, okay, put your hands on the table. And like, okay, I'm going to try to carefully balance like both of these glasses on the backs of your hands. Uh, and then you just like take the money and run. <laughs> Jeez. That's what I envision is he's That's just like, here's this terrible. boiled ram shoulder kabam on top of both of your hands. I've never heard uh, that before. No, I haven't heard that one before. Well, I guess I can't pull that trick on you anymore. Thank Dang it, goodness. I can't steal your $5. Okay, so he balances all these things on the hands of the Nazarite after he has shaved the head of his separation. And the priest shall wave them for a wave offering before Yahweh. This is holy for the priest, together with the bread that is waved and the thigh. Breast, the breast. The breast. Waved. Yeah, together with the breast we're that is waved. We're grabbing a breast and, and we're going to wave it about. Okay. And the thigh that is off- offered. After that, the Nazarite may drink wine. Sweet. <laughs> Great. Wow. That's the real reward. The yeah, they're like off of alcohol for this amount of time. And then they're like, oh, thank God I can That's drink the again. If then, the, if you bring all these things, your quest reward is mm. being able to drink wine or touch grapes at all. I suppose. Yeah. Look at grapes at all. He's like, finally, I can pack some raisins in my lunch. Okay. Yeah. This is the law of the Nazarite who vows and of his offering to Yahweh for his separation, besides that which he is able to get. What? What? That doesn't make any sense. (laughs) No, it really doesn't. Uh, Okay. According to his vow which he vows, so he must do after the law of his separation. Yahweh spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to Aaron and to his son, saying, This is how you shall bless the children of Israel. You shall tell them, Yahweh bless you and keep you. Yahweh make his face to shine on you and be gracious to you. Yahweh lift up his face toward you and give you peace. So they shall put my name on the children of Israel and I will bless them. So that's like the standard text of a blessing from the priest. Like the Lord bless you and keep you. Yeah, 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 yeah. His um, face yeah, that's, is that's shining a... on you and stuff. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. And yeah, in the message, it's God smile on you and gift you. Aww. Gift God you God look what? you in the face. God look you in the face oh. and make you prosper. Aww. Not to be confused with God shall, shall set his face oh, toward you or, what, or, or on you, you or against, against you. That's what it yes. was. Wow. Okay, that was a lot. How many of these numbers are there? <laughs> uh, that is a good question. How many chapters are there in numbers? Uh, let me check. There are uh, quite a few. There are 36. Whoa. Okay. And yeah. we just finished six. Oh, boy. All so, right. yeah, we got a bit to go. As I said, more. Next, next week is only one chapter. 
but Se- it's, it's seven, of course. Lucky number seven. It's the day seven. of it's rest. Almost, almost 90 verses long. Oh, that's... <laughs> well... <laughs> Yeah, although here's a fun little teaser for you. So because we're doing this chronological reading plan, we're going to, I guess in three episodes from now, in episode 60, we're going to read one psalm. Oh, really? Or like one, a single yeah, we're gonna read psalm? A single psalm, which huh. somehow is related that to that period in time, yeah. I wonder if it's like the psalm references what happens at that particular part of Leviticus, probably. We're not numbers. in Leviticus I mean, anymore. dang it. <laughs> the song references done and what gone. happened in this yeah. particular part of Numbers or something. Yeah, yeah, it must be. But anyway, yeah, it's the only one. And then when we read Deuteronomy next, there'll be one episode of Deuteronomy that has one psalm in it as well. Oh, okay. Huh. All so these little just, psalm cameos. Yeah, just one little psalm cameo in Numbers and one in Deuteronomy. And then we're going to be finished with the Torah, which is okay. cool. And then wow. what? After the Torah, then what? Is it? Uh, then we move on to other books. To it's the like Judges. Joshua, actually, will yes, be next. Oh, Joshua. I think that section is called the Judges. Oh, I see. Wait, yeah. is Joshua a judge? I think he becomes a judge. Judgey judge. Joshua. He's Judge, Judge Joshua is the thing. Um, so, yeah, Judge Judy and Judge, Judge Joshua Josh. and <laughs> Judge uh, Jeremiah. Okay, uh, right. we need to move on to the bonus content because I have to get to the bottom of what the heck is going on with this like whole jealousy this thing yeah. test, like witchcraft and also maybe she's a witch kind of test that they're putting women through at this time. Yeah, you might be a witch if... Yeah, that kind of a. <laughs> it's like a Cosmo quiz, like uh, check a oh, A yeah. or B. If you get more A's, then yes, you are a witch. If you get more B's, then you're let off the hook, and you. If you will... get more A's, yes, your husband is a jealous ass. If you get more B's, you're probably going to die anyway. So, so sorry, oh, awkward. Anyways, uh, thank you all for uh, sharing this really interesting section of numbers with us. At least it was very fun to read, and there was a lot of action and there was a lot of questioning so i'm sure the next time we'll uh, get even more of that so we'll see you then thank you for joining us for bible study today if you want even more drunk bible study including bonus episodes new series guest interviews and more become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk bible study if you enjoy the show take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email at info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Emily Matlack, Dedeker Winston, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album Home of the The The. The theme song for the Book of Numbers is Motivator by Kevin MacLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study.